Today on Power Tips Unscripted, Victoria and I talk deep thoughts with special guest Jack Handy. <laughs> You'll hear all about it in just a second. 60% of the time, it works every time. What are you people? On dope? Hi, I'm Victoria Downing, and welcome to Power Tips Unscripted, where we talk about tips, tactics, and techniques to help you build a strong, profitable remodeling company. And I'm here with my co-host, Mark Harari. You sure are. Yeah, well, this is going to be a fun one, eh? Yeah, we're <laughs> stepping out of the comfort zone a little bit on this. Yes, we are. I thought it would be funny, though. So we were thinking that there's just some tips and things that you and I come across, and, mm-hmm. and we kind of have um, inspiration and in, very unusual places from time to time. So I thought we'd have a chat and I was trying to think of what to name the episode. And for some reason, deep thoughts popped in my head, which took me of course to Saturday night live. Yeah. Do you remember the Jack Handy deep thoughts? Not a whole lot. There's some really, really weird ones to be sure. (laughs) I mean, they're like way out there things, but they were always funny. Some were really, really badly stupid, but I thought, (laughs) Air quotes now. Jack Handy could be our guest, so we'll give um, we'll give our deep thoughts. We'll intersperse some Jack Handy deep thoughts and and have some fun. What do you think? That sounds great. Let's cool. go. All right, you so, first. Me first. Deep thoughts from Mark Harari. Deep thoughts. Okay. Well, so here's the first one that actually occurred to me about two two or so months ago, maybe three months ago. Um, you got me hooked on that game on on my phone um wordscapes yes and i saw you playing it on one of the trips we were traveling on mm-hmm. and we were sitting next to each other and so for anyone that's not familiar with the game it's basically kind of like a crossword puzzle you've got a, a circle with usually six sometimes seven letters on a circle and you can shuffle them and you just try to fill out the small grid and you keep moving on and it's a great kind of time killer and it keeps your brain fresh and smart i think it's a lot of words that you know yeah uh, i'm on like level what oh am my I? god like 30, you're so far beyond me now what it's are you, funny. i'm on 3780 yeah i think i'm like 780 <laughs> <laughs> yeah i surpassed you yeah um but there's there's a unique thing that often happened to me i started to see a trend i i'll blow through four or five or six puzzles no problem boom 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 and then you get to the one and you just get stuck on maybe mm-hmm. a word you know there's that one last line i can't see it to save my life and and it's interesting cuz sometimes you kind of get through a process where you know cave well that's probably a bad example <laughs> oh, great <laughs> off the top of my head uh, like what are some ding and then sing, oh, sing right? And, and thing. And thing. And you, so you kind of go there. And then it's like, okay, and then date, wait, you know, and so on and so forth. And so you kind of get into these patterns to go through all the words that could be filling this grid. And you get stuck on one. And what I would notice is I'd kind of get frustrated, close it out and be done. And then they come back to it maybe five, six hours later or the next day or in two days next time I open the app. And then the second I open it up, you see it. It's right there. Yeah. It, it, right in front of my face. And I thought, well, that was kind of cool. I found it. But it was happening often whenever mm-hmm. I get stuck. Every time I came back, I mean, I'm talking dozens of times, to the point where I thought, this has to be a thing. <laughs> this has to be a thing. So I start Googling 
I don't even remember what kind of search term I came up for. But lo and behold, I found what I think is happening there. And it's called the, I don't even know if I'm saying this right, the Einstelling effect. Einstelling hmm. effect. It's a German word. But basically what happens is you get caught in a pattern of something that functions and works. So you, your brain starts to create a cognitive bias. And you know that in order to solve a problem, here's the pattern to solving it. And that's kind of what would happen with wordscapes. I, I saw a pattern of these words and I couldn't disconnect, you know, things, right. sing, ting, those kinds of things. I couldn't disconnect that to find that obscure word that doesn't follow that pattern. Mm -hmm. But by stepping away, I come back fresh without the bias of that pattern. Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, it's, this article is really interesting. The uh, the Einstullian effect. It was a 1942 psychologist that did a study, and he had this these ten problems with. It's kind of like you have jug A, B, and C, and each can hold different volumes of liquid. Mm -hmm. And and it says, hey, using these three jugs, get to this number. Does that make so? For example, jug A holds 21 liters. B 127. Jug C holds three get to a hundred liters using these three jugs and you go th and I actually did the exercise and you kind of start getting a pattern. You, you start with B pour into a twice and then C once, and then you're at a hundred and then you go to the step two. And I tried that pattern again and I did it and did it and did it. Then when I get to the ninth one, you can't do it that way. And I, get completely stuck. I can't figure out. And then when I saw the solution, it was right. It was so simple, but I had been trained to start with the right. largest jug, pour it into the smaller jugs to get down to what I need to be that I couldn't see that I just needed to take the two small jugs and pour them into each into other? an empty oh. large jug. And they <laughs> added up to the number. Yeah. And it's a very simple solution, but I couldn't see it. And this was a study he did in 42. Um, but it illustrated this bias that once you start seeing a solution to a problem, that's the only solution you have. Now, what's the problem with that, right? Well, mm -hmm. the problem is, well, first, if you get stuck because that right. solution doesn't work anymore, mm -hmm. as would happen with me or in the case of this. But it also locks you into not innovating. It locks you into not seeing, yes, this solution works, but you might not see the simpler solution. What's interesting with that study that the 8th and ninth you could still do it that way, that, um, that following method, following pen. that pattern. Uh -huh. But I didn't see the simpler one of just taking I see. one pour. Mm -hmm. I did four pours. When, so they trained you like one through seven was this solution. Uh -huh. Then when I got to eight and nine, I still did that solution, which took like four steps. When right in front of my face was pouring one thing into another and I was done. Yeah. So okay. I couldn't see the simple solution. Okay. And then, of course, the 10th solution was it wasn't possible. So it shows that you get stuck, you can't see it. So same kind of thing there where, yeah, even though this does work, it kind of takes me back to the we've always done it this way. Mm -hmm. These yes. terrible words that mm -hmm. can really hurt you because you, you don't see. So anyway, I found it really interesting, but it all came from this app. Yeah, you look confused. No, I'm not confused. I'm just wondering what does what are some solutions to getting out of that cognitive bias or eliminating it? Is it just you have to walk away and come back after a period of time, or is there something else? 
or is it just being aware that it happens that'll be enough to allow you to be more creative? Yeah, so there's this one article that I that I read that I'm actually looking at right now as a refresher because I didn't memorize it. Right. Um, the first, um, they, they had three ways to deal with it. And the first one was one I did accidentally with the app, right? I just get away from it. They call it pa- use pattern interrupts. Okay. So you want to interrupt the pattern you used to. And some of the things were like, just stare off into space, close your eyes and let your mind wander, Um, get up and walk around for a while or just sleep on it. Like these are all the kinds of things. Okay. For the, for the pattern interrupt. For the pattern interrupt. Okay. Um, The next one was um, check your assumptions and using that jug experiment, my assumptions were this was the best pattern to go. So when I got to eight and nine, even though it still worked, it wasn't the most efficient anymore. Mm -hmm. So you need to check yourself, be cognitive as you're doing something to say, is this the simplest way? Mm-hmm. Is this the most efficient way to get this job done? Just because it worked for that thing right. doesn't mean I should apply that same thing to this thing. Yeah. Um, and then the third one is kind of out there. It's just be ridiculous. Just look at it and think of this craziest, most oh. obscure, insane way to solve the problem. Even if it's more convoluted and insane, mm-hmm. just because it gets you thinking out of that pattern right. into other possible patterns. Okay. So, um, so those were some of the tips that at least this this author provided. But he basically closes it up by saying, you know, just beware of expertise because basically that's what you're kind of getting into. You become an expert in something, and this is the expert way to do it. Yeah. And so you feel like I've solved the problem right. forever uh-huh. and I never need to revisit it again. Right. So it was just a, a deep thought that yes. I had from playing this this app and I just started to see the pattern of me getting out of the pattern. Yeah. I mean, it was just <laughs> right. odd to me that I could turn this thing off after being stuck for so long yep. and it was just the answer just spat off the page, yes. as it were. Yes. Very cool. Good deep yeah. thought. Yeah. I like it. Should we, um, should we hear one of Jack Handy's deep thoughts? Yes, please. And now, Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. Dad always thought laughter was the best medicine, which I guess was why several of us died of tuberculosis. (laughs) 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 Right, that was a good one. (laughs) Get your laugh and then you die. Okay. Jack, Jack Handy. Um, so, all right. So we've heard a deep thought from Mark. We've heard a deep thought from Jack. Do you have and a I, deep thought? I do have a deep thought. So yesterday I had car problems. I had to drop my car off at uh, the shop and all that. My mm. lemon of a car, <laughs> Subaru, <laughs> yeah. don't ever stay away. Anyway, um, so Mark came and picked me up, right? You came and picked me up. Right. So we went over to my house. You dropped me off and you met the guy who was remodeling my basement. Now, it's a small job. So, you know, I chose to work with a guy who was in the neighborhood and recommended and so on. Super nice guy. But very much at the beginning of his business building, I would say. Yeah. So we're having this discussion about him and some of the resources we offer to remodelers. Of course, he said to me, what do you do for a living? And I went, ah, I work with some of the best remodelers in the country. (laughs) So I'm trying to convince him and share some of the stuff that we do with him. So we got into this conversation and he made the comment, I don't want to make money. (laughs) And, and I, that just struck me because I think that that is something that we have seen before. Now, again, we call it head trash and round mm-hmm. tables. And we, we, don't, we don't encourage people to 
gouge or to do anything improper or right. that doesn't have values. But I think there are people out there that equate earning good money on their projects to greediness and theft. Right, right. They're but, like, like they're shysters or something because they're trying to make profit. Right. Like this particular guy doesn't mark up – he didn't mark up any of the materials that he used on right. the project, which we know is not a good business practice. But he felt that that was shameful, I guess, to do to his clients. So we had a conversation with him. And you know, when you think about all the things, it's not like this guy would be putting this money in his pocket. Mm-hmm. But he's trying to build a team. How do you build a team and hire really good people in a market like this unless you have the money from the work in the company to bring – together the benefits and the work environment and the marketing that you need and all the things that go into building a team of humans, you know? And how do you, how do you plan for a crisis if you don't make the money to be able to put aside for that emergency fund to cover your overhead for four to six months if something happens? It astonishes me the, just that, that certain mindset that some have that, it's almost like they're guilt. They feel guilt. Right. Exactly. I feel guilty if I were to make air quotes again too much money. Right. On this job, I shouldn't be charging that much money. It's right. Big it, time. I think head trash was a good yeah word for that. Yeah. And it, you know, but I we we were unable to convince him. It seemed though yesterday that there was a different way to do this. I just. Yeah, it was it was really really eye opening for me to have that conversation with them. It's been a while since I talked to the, you know, this this isn't meant to be derogatory, derogatory, but the the proverbial Chuck in a truck, yeah, or the Dan in the van, right, kind of guy who uh-huh. you know, it's just like my my labor is my profit, right, it, it, that kind of thinking, and obviously that works great if you're going to be that just that one guy, one man show, but you can never. Grow. You can never build. And it's not even about, right? It's not about, I don't want to have a $20 million company. No. Well, that's fine. You don't have to, but you can build a company that supports you and gives you the life you deserve. Right. Yep. It, it, it kind of, you're, you're undervaluing your expertise and your skill Mm -hmm. and your talent. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, the two by four, yes, anybody can go pick up a two by four, but knowing what to do with that two by four. there's so much to know, and in this and business. and that's worth something. Yeah, and you should be charging for that yeah. knowledge and expertise. Right. It reminds me of that old proverb, or what's it? The the with the big ship, the cargo ship. You know, so the there's like a cargo ship that's <laughs> tra- it's broke down. Okay. It, it loses like ten thousand dollars of every minute. It's at the at the dock, so the owner of the ship's freaking out and has all these experts come in. They can't figure out. And some other guy shows up and he walks around for 10 minutes. He goes to one specific spot in the engine room, looks at something, takes out a hammer, taps that one spot twice, and the whole thing fires up. And then the owner's so excited and happy and says, yeah, you know, send me the bill. No problem. And he gets the bill for $200,000 and the guy freaks out. Can you send it? Can you give me an itemized bill? Because this looks a little steep. So he says, Sure. So hammer, $22, 15 minutes of work, $45, tapping, $7, knowing where to tap, $192,640. <laughs> yeah. 
right? And, <laughs> and that's what you're charging for, yes. the expertise. Yes. What I knew that nobody else knows mm-hmm. or what I did that no one else can do. Right. Uh, it's You shouldn't feel guilty for that. No, I agree. I agree. Totally agree. And you know, I'm so glad that the people that we work with understand that there is it's not it's not a bad thing it's a good thing and it's a deserved thing and it helps you grow your business and helps you stay in business so you can service those clients for years to come absolutely well it's funny because he was holding a a, a, like a gatorade at the time when when he was talking and i'm I'm, i pointed to the gatorade i said you know that Gatorade, if they priced it the way you're pricing, would have cost you forty two cents. Yeah, <laughs> but what was not, it? Not whatever three ninety nine. Right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's not how you, anybody's pricing. Right. All the money you're spending isn't for that. So why aren't you doing the same? Come out to the coast. We'll get together, have a few laughs. Join us September twenty first and twenty second for the annual Remodeler Summit at Gaylord National Resort and Convention Center, just outside D.C. This year's theme, Homecoming, the art of building a remarkable culture, because culture eats strategy for breakfast. Featuring two-time best-selling author Deanne Turner, Joe Cursillo, the mind shark, and Hannah Pryor, the secret weapon for impossible change, plus 40 visionary speakers, 36 high-octane workshops, four education tracks, and of course, our legendary welcome party. Are you ready for homecoming? Visit remodelersummit.com to learn more. You know, when you think of the the universe of remodelers, what I hear so, one time that there's like 800,000 registered remodelers or contractors out there in the world, but only like 80,000 of of them have payroll, I believe, so employees. Mm-hmm. Think of all those people that don't really understand how business works. I mean, it's not that they're not smart. It's just they had not had the exposure or don't know where to look for the resources or don't know what they don't know. You well, know? Yeah, you just don't know. It's, you just, and again, just that guilt. I, I don't know what the solution to that is other yeah. than trying to just keep spreading the word. So if, right. if you know what, if you're out there and, and you know a, a poor soul like like that. Yeah. <laughs> Recommend this podcast at least. Yes. They don't need to give us money. Just let's yes. let's help fix people. That's right. Let's that's do that. Right. All right. That's a good that's a good good thought. Good deep thought. Let's hear another one from Jack Handy. What do you think? Cool. And now deep thoughts by Jack Handy. When I found the skull in the woods, the first thing I did was call the police. But then I got curious about it. I picked it up and started wondering who this person was and why he had deer horns. (laughs) I think that's one of them there stupid ones. (laughs) Uh, That's a deep thought. Yes, it is. Dang, it's funny. Okay, so and here's here's oh I'm sorry. Oh, oh you I thought you had one. I'm gonna go. Okay, well so you know I'm in this golf league. Yes, which I love. Yes, every Tuesday evening. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for Tuesdays. <laughs> I love playing my golf league. Um, but get there early so you can hit some balls ahead of time and warm up. And of course, many people will go to the 
to the clubhouse and to the bar and have a couple of adult beverages to kick off the the round. And um, I was up there. I was waiting for my partner to show up, and I had ordered a drink. And there's quite a few people in there, and but there was this these two guys right next to me as I'm ordering, and they're having this debate. And you know, debates when you're drinking get tend to be pretty entertaining. <laughs> But it was one that struck me because it's very relative to our industry. Mm-hmm. And the the one was complaining to the other about this this recent movement among many others. And it, it has to do with the master bathroom or the master bedroom. And we're not supposed to call it that anymore. There's a lot of people trying to say it denotes it, – it romanticizes this time of slavery and all that because it's the master bedroom. And so what are, what are we supposed to call it now? Primary, I the believe. The primary. Now, the one gentleman was saying it has nothing to do with slavery, it's this and that. Uh, it, it was because everybody, if you owned the house, you were called the master of the house. And the other guy saying, no, that's ridiculous. And you know, back and forth and back and forth. What struck me about this conversation, other than how I thought it was an interesting debate, was the one – the one guy would just say, um, you know, what's it matter anyways? Just just a room in the house. And the other guy would say, It's it's not a it's a big deal, you know? And what struck me about the conversation and it stood out to me, this is one of this is my Jack Handy deep thought, okay. was the word that four letter word, and not the one four letter word you would expect <laughs> at a bar. It's just. Mm-hmm. And that's such a uh, galvanizing – I don't think people realize how dangerous saying the word just can be because in this case, you're saying, okay, ju- it's just a bedroom. You're, its purpose is to diminish yeah. mm-hmm. the art. It's to minimize it. Yeah, it, it, it pushes it down, mm-hmm. right? And that can be offensive to a lot of people. Yeah. You know, it, it implies that – what you care about isn't important. Right. You know, it's just a bedroom. Mm-hmm. Well, not to the person that feels offended by calling it a master bath or a master bed. Yeah. Right. And so you're, you're all, it's almost like this kind of backhanded dig. Yeah. And I don't think it's necessarily intentional mm-hmm. to, to maybe it is, but it, I, th- I think we use it. In Thought, a, thoughtlessly. Yeah. Perhaps. And, and take it another step. I mean, you can, Use because then it got me thinking, and I'm guilty of this. I've done it before, um, especially in the workspace where somebody will say, "You know, I I, I need to do something." Well, just use a two by six, mm-hmm. you know, or just hit the reload button, right? Or just restart your computer. Yeah. And when you're saying "just," you're to me that's you're 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 you're. you're you're proposing that it, it's so obvious right. and so straightforward, you're an idiot. Right, exactly. Right? So you must be an idiot. Yeah. So when somebody's having this big problem, and I've, you know, again, not it's not my intention, but I've caught myself, I, I, thinking back, I can remember times where I'll say, uh, just restart the computer. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, but it's a dangerous yes, word. Yes, it is. You know? Yep. And, and it impacts remodelers for sure. I mean, think about how you have to deal with it. When you're on the receiving end of a just, you definitely feel it. You know, uh, one situation comes to mind is someone wants to uh, widen a window. 
mm-hmm. by six inches, right? And then you give them a price for the new window and it's $5,500. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just six more inches. Yeah. Well, it's not just yeah. six more inches. It's a bigger header. It's moving the cabinets. It's cha- moving some electrical. Mm-hmm. It's repositioning the sink. It's widening the sink. It's it's everything else that's involved. It's not just six inches more. Right. It's a significant difference. And just can really, really – anyway – that's that's kind of something that just struck me. Yeah. <laughs> just struck me. <laughs> Let's see. Now, I, you just have to not uh, really – just, just you just to. can't do it. You yeah. just got to <laughs> stop saying just, man. That's right. Just, just stop. <laughs> there you go. Just stop. It's – obviously, you could say just, but I think you got to be really careful. It, it'll yeah. fly out there pretty mm-hmm. quick, and it can really make people just feel bad. Yes, I agree. <laughs> that's a really good deep thigh. I like that one. All right. How about one more from Jack? Sure. And now, Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. The wise man can pick up a grain of sand and envision a whole universe, but the stupid man will just lay down on some seaweed and roll around until he's completely draped in it. Then he'll stand up and go, Hey, I'm Vine Man. Dang. He has some deep thoughts, doesn't he? Funny. He has some deep thoughts. That was good. You got any more? Do we need another? No. I think it's been a good episode. Okay. All right. So no more deep thoughts from you? Well, no, I'll save them for next time. Oh, okay. So we're going to do this again? Yeah, I think we'll do it again. All right. Well, that was fun. Uh, I had fun. Yes. Did you have fun? Oh, yeah, totally. Love Jack Handy's uh, appearances as well. Yeah, I love Jack Handy. You know what? Why don't we just have one last Jack Handy? All before? right. Well, it's our goodbye to Jack. There you Let's go. Let's do one more. All right. And now, Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. The first person to see popcorn popping probably thought, have I lost my mind? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I, I think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been. <sighs> uh, all right. Well, that was that was a lot of fun for me, yes. at least. And, and, and that's all that matters. As that's long right. as I had fun. That's right. It's all that matters. Yep. So, yep. Um, so we want to thank uh, Jack for making Jack Handy for for taking time out of his busy schedule. Um, <laughs> from the 80s to or was it the 90s it whatever i don't know deep thoughts yeah and uh of course we want to thank you for listening week in and week out i am mark harari and i'm victoria downing talk to you next time this has been another episode of power tips unscripted the remodeler's guide to business Visit www.remodelersadvantage.com to learn more about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program. There you can also find information about our business consulting services, upcoming live events, and much more. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. It's a beautiful day.